Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Getting you ready for the NFL Combine right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Adam Azer, once again, filling in for Chris Towers, joined by Emery Hunt. You can follow him at F-Ball Game Plan. I follow his draft advice. He puts out a draft guide. He breaks down every prospect. It's incredible. He's going to be at the Combine and looking forward to all of your hard work and all of your analysis. So uh, the players will start working out on Wednesday, and we'll all be obsessed with the 40-yard dash, of course. So what are you going to be looking at? What drills do you care most about uh, at the NFL Combine? You know, I, I look forward to seeing the agility drills because football is a game of short area bursts. How well you can move side to side tells you a lot about your elusiveness, your ability to work yourself open. If you're a receiver, how can you evade defenders if you're a running back? How you can transition if you're a defensive back? And how can you get outside and pull if you're an offensive lineman? So for me, the agility drills are most important. But obviously, you all want to see who's the fastest and how fast somebody can run. So we're going to be looking forward to the 40-yard dash every single moment that's right you know, i remember really i i think isaiah spiller's 40 yard dash was was really harmful for him and and damian pierce didn't run a good 40 but he had a great year so there's different ends of the spectrum but is there a number for a running back where you look at and say oh that's just that's not going to translate he's not going to be able to be successful with that kind of speed i'm gonna say anything over 4.6 you you know you when you're 4.6 and higher you're looking more as a complimentary guy, you know, and, and just in, in my own opinion, because I would love to have the guy on the field that has a chance to break the long run on any given carry. 4.6 and higher doesn't give you the opportunity to do that. So for me, that's the benchmark for tailbacks. All right. Which prospects are you really looking forward to watching this week? Listen, Keaton Mitchell out of East Carolina is one of my favorite running backs in the draft class. Super agile, super quick. I'm surprised no one is talking about him in terms of being in that upper echelon of backs. When you talk about your Tajay Spears, you're talking about your B. John Robinsons and your Jameer Gibbs. Keaton Mitchell is one of those type of guys that is literally a carry away from bringing it all the way back to the house. And he can also help you out on special teams and catches the ball rather well going down the field in the passing game. What about the wide receivers? Give me your take on the wide receivers. We were talking off the air. You don't think there's going to be as many going in the first round this year as we saw in previous seasons, recent seasons. Yeah, and again, everyone gets infatuated with wide receivers and quarterbacks in these way too early mock drafts. You have 35 top 10 locks. And so by the time we get to the draft, it starts to whittle down. But I'm excited about Zay Flowers. I was out there at the NFL PA game. I was out there at the East-West Shrine Bowl. I went to eight all-star games this cycle. But I've never seen someone like Zay Flowers step in and make that big of an impact right away. He didn't practice the first day of practice at the Shrine game. The next day, almost instantly, you saw he was like, okay, this is someone. We're looking at a top 10 pick. And I've compared his speed, explosiveness, and agility to that of Tyreek Hill. Wow. Okay. Um, give me your thoughts on the quarterbacks and what you want to see from those guys. Can, can Bryce Young be taller? 
<laughs> I hope I hope Bryce Young doesn't try to pack on weight uh, just for the sake of packing on weight, man, because you don't want to lose your dynamic ability. But I'm also excited to see these guys throw because you want to see these arms side by side and how well they're going to be able to, to push the ball vertically down the field. We know Anthony Richardson has an arm. We know Will Levis supposedly has an arm. We know Bryce Young can't really whip it with that quick release. And I like C.J. Stroud's ability to be pinpoint with his accuracy. So all quarterbacks will bring something to the table. And who's this other guy that's going to step up and be a dark horse candidate at, at the position? There's always one guy that leaves the combine at quarterback that a lot of people are starting to talk about more frequently as we get out of Indy. Who's your number one quarterback right now, and could things change after the combine? It's been Anthony Richardson since August, and it's going to be Anthony Richardson throughout. He has the biggest upside of all the quarterbacks, and if you give me someone that's 6'4", 230, runs 4'4", high 4'3", I want that guy on my football team because he changes how you defend him, he changes how you defend the entire offense, and he still has a lot of growth potential in his game. And to be completely fair and honest, the three guys, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson, all have the same grade for me, but Anthony Richardson I have number one, uh, Bryce Young I have number two, and C.J. Stroud I have number three. To me, this class reminds me a lot, based off my grades, of the 2017 class with Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Kaiser. All three of those guys had the same grades uh, as well. And then the last question here um, is about Bryce Young, because I, I did read an article on our website, a scouting report, uh, and said, look, he's he's small, obviously, but questioning, does he have the arm strength to make up for it? What's your take on that, and, and what do you need to see from Bryce Young specifically at the Combine? It's interesting because when you look at Bryce Young, he's a gamer, so this is not going to be a good setting for him to showcase what makes him special. Just like when we were at the Senior Bowl and we saw someone, let's say like a Jake Hayner out of Fresno State, who played well in the game, and in team-like situations, but he struggled in one-on-one, struggled in pass scale. So those are not game-like conditions. So Bryce Young will not look, quote-unquote, the best in these drills and workouts, but we do know he has a live arm. We do know he throws a great anticipation, and that's all you really need. If I can get it there before you get out your break, it doesn't matter if I have a howitzer or a water pistol. The ball is out before you can make a break on it, and it's getting to the receiver at the right time. All right, Emery Hunt, enjoy your week at the Combine. Thanks for coming on. I'm Adam Azer. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll talk to you later.